Welcome to Hormone Health Podcast, brought to you by Georgia Hartman and Chloe Sheehan. This podcast is an extension of Hormone Health Studio, which is our naturopathic clinic based here in Newcastle and online. We're just two naturopaths who love a laugh, coffee, croissants, and conversations about real people with real health concerns. Nothing's off limits. We're here to educate you on what's happening in your body, share emerging research, and debunk buried health misconceptions. So sit back and let us do the talking. podcast is just the two of us Georgia and I having a chat about 2024 and what that looks like Georgia has a little announcement a little a little big it's still pretty small yeah announcement that she would like to share with our listeners um take it away okay so turns out if you are given a diagnosis of premature ovarian insufficiency and refuse to believe it and go on to have two natural conceptions and and two babies and then if you think oh but maybe I do actually have early menopause and then kind of accidentally have unprotected intercourse and then get pregnant again that that could turn into another baby is this hypothetical so I just think (laughs) I was just something I was thinking about you know on the way to my 12-week scan the other day Congratulations, Georgia. Crazy, I know. So baby number three is on the way. Uh-huh. We have two babies. Yes, I'm loving these coming hormone out of the health clinic. studio babies. Yeah, they're very And special. potentially there'll be more, which is still exciting. So right now you're in your second trimester. Yep. You have been feeling rotten. It's been... Okay, I will start by saying super grateful. I think in the work that we do and and what we see and I know that this can be quite triggering for people but um in in this line of work we see a lot of hardship you know trying to conceive for months years having recurrent pregnancy loss unsuccessful IVF so very grateful that um I am pregnant and in saying that the first trimester has been the hardest one that I've had And it really shocked me because the first two pregnancies, I was pretty nauseous, never really vomited. And like vomit once or twice, very different to Chloe, who we put an extra bin under her desk for a while. (laughs) The day that you put the bin back in the office, it was like, ah, she's turned the corner. Three days later (laughs) or something ridiculous. Um, But this pregnancy, I have never been so sick in my life. And I don't know if anyone has noticed on social media that, like, I've not been showing up at all. Yeah, absolute (laughs) crickets. But also, this is a pregnancy where you've got two little kids that need you, a husband that's broken his thumb. Yes, he's broken his thumb. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, that's another thing that happened. And you're um, running a business. Like, you know, it's it's all compounded. And I think trying to do that all plus being pregnant you don't have the same time to relax yeah, but you know what I thought I thought with all of that I'd be more tired but it's the like obviously the fatigue is like in your bones you're so tired I feel better now I've got a bit of energy now um but the nausea like I couldn't there was a and it came on at like five weeks like so early like prior pregnancies it, was it actually like scared you weeks. like I it remember when me. you were 
when you told me and then you're like i'm only five weeks and i'm feeling shit and you were actually like sad i was like i can't do this i couldn't there was a stage there where i would sleep for three hours during like it wasn't even working i was like hey team you guys take it from here i'm tapping out for a little bit worked out pretty well in terms of me feeling turning a corner yeah and because if we were both like that it'd be sorry titanic (laughs) um yeah no it was really hard but yeah there was a point there where one i was sleeping a lot which is fine growing a placenta takes a lot but and a baby but two i would lay on the lounge and i would be so still with my eyes shut and if i had to speak let alone move the nausea would just be like this overwhelming wave that would just crash over. like it was horrendous got to a point where i needed medication which was hard for me i don't know i was up against my ego there because I didn't need it the last two pregnancies. Yeah, and I think if you're, like, I, I felt the exact same way. If you're somebody who has never really needed medication mm. for anything and then you have to take it every single day just mm. to get by, it is hard. It is hard. I messaged Chloe and I was like, okay. Because you were like, you know, there's things out there that <laughs> can really help. And so I lasted, I don't know, a week without medication. But because I couldn't do anything I was like I I have two kids I've got like I can't Mm. it'd be different if say you know you were just working from home you didn't have kids you didn't Mm. have the same responsibilities but regardless of how you feel like Mm. you've got to you know make dinner for kids it's just debilitating isn't it like you can't do anything and it came on from five weeks and then I really only started to feel better at like 13 weeks like that's a long time oh don't (laughs) (laughs) yeah fair fair no um it's it's all relative like you know it's everyone has times of like when you know they'll start to feel better but it's not like you're back to your complete normal self no i'm not back Um, at the gym and so you know Stephen this morning was like you're such an angry woman (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like when you're stressed and people are like just calm down and yeah like, that no. doesn't help <laughs> and and so i think for you it's been one a massive shock two it was a bit of a surprise you yeah. haven't been able to sort of mentally prepare for what you're going to do in terms of you know room how old's roomy now like, 18 months yeah yeah so otto's three and a half roomy's 18 months so i was still breastfeeding too um, it, we got it down to just nights, um, so before bed and then overnight. But overnight, she was just suckling as if I was a dummy, and we, we don't do dummies. Um, well, we haven't, and I thought, gosh, I've got this far. I'm not going to introduce one now. I'd have to then take it off for her soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was so sick, and it, it's so painful breastfeeding when pregnant actually interestingly when I was breastfeeding Otto I got pregnant with Rumi and it was way more painful than what it is now so I'm like oh maybe I'm having a boy if <laughs> your kid bullies my kid honestly <laughs> don't my kids will absolutely bully your kids like this one like what's the age gap gonna be like four months or something yeah, between I'm these due kids. like end of April when are you due end of July so yeah three mm. three four months yeah, my kid's going to come out swinging because it's, I'm going to have three under four. <laughs> and this poor thing's going to, one, probably get no sleep during the day. Really, why are George's kids so mean? Yes. Just... Why is that baby full of bruises? Anyway, I'm kidding. Um, what were we talking about? I had something else to say before I think we derailed a little bit. Breast nipples. Breastfeeding. Yeah. Nipples. 
Um, and so in amongst being quite sick, I also night weaned Rumi, which was quite hard for a good three nights. She just went to bed with Stephen and I went to bed with Otto. And the screaming was horrendous, but I was so sick and so tired that, like, I couldn't... I was just laying there listening to yeah. it. But it got better each night. And I, I saw something on TikTok and someone was saying... It's funny, all of these, like, parenting coaches pop up on my TikTok. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Why is this happening? Yeah. All this, like, it's gentle parenting. Algorithm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and one of the um, accounts that I follow said you have to go through the storm to get to the rainbow. And it's like, that's so true with so many different aspects oh, of yeah, parenting. Definitely. So something like and even fertility. Yes, absolutely. Something like weaning is like heart wrenching when you're hearing them scream and you know that you could fix it pretty quickly, but we have to kind of move on from there because it's just like not serving me anymore. It's quite hard. And isn't that the case though for like first eldest kids, second kids yeah. it's like they have to then they're not the baby anymore i know little roomy i know and she's still so <laughs> little but you know like it's it's just a, it's just a natural transition i know yeah she's gonna be a middle child mm. like me and Stephen. actually <laughs> we're both middle children so that's been the back end of last year the start of this year yeah interesting times you know for both of us just and and I think this just reiterates the empathy that we feel for people who go through any element of sickness during pregnancy Mm. um and also considering people that feel sick in pregnancy and also do go on to lose a pregnancy Mm. um and so yeah it's going through it and working in the space of women it's like we have to you know if you're feeling unwell it's not like you're like okay well what do we do you know it's it's just like well you can't work if you're feeling unwell that's just what we have to deal with the reality of being in the space of women's health yeah and I think we're quite lucky in the clients that we attract in that there was I think a week there before the end of last year where I, I got Asha and you probably I don't know I don't know who rescheduled probably yeah I think both we're of all you. sort of helping out I was there. like guys I need someone to just like move these people around but I had to reschedule like all of these clients and they were so lovely like everyone was like oh you know hope she's okay like it, you know how yeah. lucky are we to have clients like that but yeah certainly the nature of our business at the moment because we're all kind of in this phase of Mm. growing our families Mm. that um yeah you kind of just have to pivot yeah completely in saying that what's going on with the clinic for 2024 considering that i will be going on mat leave at the start of april and then also for you a couple months later yeah done no i'm kidding um we so we have to so we have a like a physical clinic on hunter street in newcastle for those that don't know and we were we have to relocate in february we've almost outgrown it yeah we do need more space so it came at a like at a good like it needed to happen it was just kind of the push that we needed to find a bigger space and so we looked at so many places, didn't we? And All we were being around. really picky. We, we were being really be, picky. Yeah, the right place. And, you know, in terms of parking for our clients, yeah. in terms of, like, adequate space, adequate... Support. Close to a coffee shop. Like, we wanted... The vibe had to be right. Yeah. Stephen kept saying, like, you have to move away from the vibe. Just get something, like, near... You know, and I was like, 
No. <laughs> I'll just... The like, girlies love the vibes. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, Stephen, you're such an engineer the way he thinks. He's like, no, just get like but it all bricks and cement and put a light in you know imagine we lucky we didn't sign the lease and then we did find a really nice place really close yeah. to newcastle beach and i was close i was going to sign it 2025 um, is our year 2025 is our year and then i got pregnant and then i was like oh this is interesting um chloe who's full-time goes on maternity leave early april early april end of march yeah it'll be here before we know it um, and then I was like, okay, well, we've got three other practitioners, um, but they aren't full time. And then I, this baby will be due like end of July, start of August. So because we couldn't find the right space, what I decided was that we'll just go online for the remainder of this year, which, you know, 70, 80% of our practice is online. Like I, I don't think it'll be a big problem. Because, as you know, like, of course, we love seeing our clients in person, but even clients who live in Newcastle opt for online appointments yeah. because of the convenience. Yeah, yeah, it's it is really convenient. So but the goal is absolutely to open something yeah. next year because I we started online and I was working from home and then I got sick of working from home. And then that's why I found a space. Um, so and, and, you know, it's so fun, like. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah. We have a great time. <laughs> a great time. Honestly, though, I, I swear, I was like, most of my work? day. Honestly, most of my day is just like going and buying food, or should we get chocolate? Or it's like maybe coffee? try. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it's like oh yeah, may as well. Um, so, and that's why we have to find a space that's near. Yeah, a good coffee shop. Good coffee. Yeah. So we'll go online for the remainder of this year, and then I'll keep looking. For a space, which will be good. I think the more time we have, we can really find something that suits us and we can be there long term, which would be fun. Yeah. And we have got the most amazing team, which we know will hold down the fort yes. in terms of Kelly, Asha, Takia. They yeah. are amazing practitioners. And, you know, we're so lucky that we, although we don't work in a clinic with them. I, know, I wish they were here. I, I know. But it's just like... I'm working on We've it. We've got such a good team. Ash is here. Ash is <laughs> back. I think, yeah, we've just got a, got a bit more work to do. With to, yes, we've got a bit more work to do with Takiya and Kelly, who are um, in Sydney. Anyway, so that's the plan for the clinic. Mm-hmm. So come February. So we've still got... Um, Depends when this is out. Another week or so. Yeah. Yeah, in, in here. But yeah. then, yeah. A reminder for my clients that please book in your follow-ups i would love to see you before i go on mat leave i can't believe like it's so close yeah it doesn't even feel real like i don't know if i've got a psychology appointment i'll talk about that tomorrow um <laughs> yes but, well we don't have time on this podcast. <laughs> um but you know to be to sort of go through the journey and to be like in one mind oh, will i ever be pregnant will i ever get here and yeah. now i'm in my third trimester um, and you're when we were walking yesterday, you're like, you're so pregnant. Yeah, she's like, got the waddle, <laughs> like the back. You kind of lean back a bit, like your center of gravity is all off. Do you yeah. have any pain, like hip pain, back oh, pain? Yeah, so much pain. Riddled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, all sorts of aches and pains. But yeah, to get to third trimester, I think it's just. And we bought a pram, which is a massive milestone for me. Yeah. To be able to have something in my house that signifies a baby's yeah. actually coming. Um, is huge because I actually never thought 
or for a long time I I didn't think that that would be my reality and I think anybody who's gone through pregnancy after loss there's always going to be some sort of fence around your heart that Mm -hmm. is that added protection just in case um but you know like the and this is something that I've had to work on but every time I go to the bathroom it's like I'm still always looking for blood yeah or I'll you know now that baby's kicking a lot more I'll be noticing that and rather than when it's kicking I'll be like well when's it not kicking Mm. or you know it's so hard to not analyze your body Mm -hmm. completely but for anybody who is going through pregnancy after loss I am using an app at the moment called pregnancy after loss and it's specifically designed week by week to talk you through basically the same as any sort of pregnancy app but a real sort of emotional emphasis on supporting those women and just being like congratulations today you know or this week you've reached a viability yeah um that means that baby has you know this much percent of survival if it was to be born or um and so for me that's just been a really nice sort of added comfort Mm. um because i think it's you know i thought okay once i get to 12 weeks i'll be better yeah wasn't yeah but i was also really sick once i get to 20 weeks i'll be better wasn't was also really <laughs> sick. Also really sick. <laughs> but then now i'm like 28 weeks and i'm slowly well, sort of at the day of at the time yeah, yeah you'll be like 30 weeks or something by mm. the time this comes out yeah um and yeah so i'm just sort of like okay it's actually feeling real and mm. then in your brain you start to sort of think oh my god i've got to birth this yeah baby yeah and everything that comes into that and i still don't think i've completely you can't sort of completely understand or visualize what it would be like to have your own baby in your house what it will look like what the dynamics will be like i don't like my capacity to love like that scares me like just how much i'm gonna love this thing yeah this baby (laughs) (laughs) are you feeling anxious my anxiety presents differently in terms of like just sort of distractions Mm. i don't know like yeah i'd I'd say i'm anxious but it's not sort of like crippling yeah it's just sort of manifests in different ways like i'd be like okay this is what i gotta do Mm -hmm. a million and one lists and i'm like definitely taking my anxiety out on facebook marketplace at the moment amazing (laughs) thinking of all these things i need reading reviews about certain things um but yeah the everyone keeps saying home stretch and stretch for me is like Vagina stretch. I'm like, oh, surely there's a better word. It's yeah. You you're very close now, which is so exciting. Mm. I remember feeling like that though in first pregnancy with Otto. Like I remember thinking like, and because we didn't find out the sex either, so mm. not that I felt disconnected, but I was like, okay, like cool. That's a great scan. Like yeah now what and I don't really like and I don't don't know if anyone is similar to me in this sense but I don't really feel like I feel connected or like looking at the 3d images I'm like that scares me (laughs) the hollow eyes and the it's just I don't know it's I'm just sort of like okay I'll when I actually see it in person yeah holding the baby yeah it's gonna be so different but from an ultrasound I'm like oh okay yeah 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 but we're not finding out the gender are you 
No. Uh, why we, the hesitation? No, so the hesitation. I'll tell you why there's hesitation. Um, we didn't with either Otto or Rumi, and it was so nice. Yeah. Like, you go through labor and birth, and like it doesn't even matter at the end, but it's just like this extra little oxytocin hit, and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a girl or a boy. Um, this time, though, Otto really wants a boy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because he says we've already got a girl. Yeah. And he says that he wants a boy so he can go to preschool and little kickers with him. Uh, and I said, okay, well, here's the thing. We don't know if it's a girl or a boy and we won't know until they're born. And it could be a girl. There's like a 50-50 chance that it could be a and girl. What, did he, what does he say? We've already got a girl. Um, which is really funny. So I'm a little nervous, and this is where the hesitation comes from. I'm a little nervous that he's going to have gender disappointment when the baby's born. But in saying that, like, he's at such a good age now where you can explain things to him and he really gets it. Mm. So You're like, if it's a girl, you get a toy chainsaw. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Bribery, and I know I've said this before, is a huge part of my parenting tactic. If it's a girl, you get some chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so no, we won't find out because it's, we haven't and it's, I don't know, it's so nice. Yeah. yeah. It's Um, the hardest thing I've ever done. I'm surprised you didn't find out. Yeah. I always, I, I always said, and with Will, I was like, when I, we don't want to find out for our first, but I think considering like, well, you know, and even with my losses, like with the three losses preceding that, you can't find out what gender it is. And so for me, it's almost like, well, you know this baby is no different mm. oh it's so exciting do you have any what's your what's your money on i have always had this boy energy like, from me no oh sorry oh, oh for you. you sorry i naturally i think you no, no, no. i think you're having a boy really yeah you do have boy mum energy like i knew after i had Rumi that i wanted another baby and i, I always had kind of boy energy but yeah um, I've been wrong every single time, so no, it could it's be so a girl. Intuitive. I don't know with you. I've yeah. gone between, and I remember with Takia, I was so set on her having a boy, and yeah. again, I was wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I don't know, the the intuition just isn't the there label. for me. The label, <laughs> I don't. Sorry, TK. I know her name's Opal. Um, accidentally called her April. Yeah. April's a nice name. Um, I initially thought you were having a boy, and then I feel like I've flipped yeah well i don't know what do you think i have no idea no idea no i'm not in like you know how some people do say like oh, i just knew that i was having this mm. no. i or, can't even work out if i'm hot or cold yeah, let alone thinking about what gender baby i'm having <laughs> true um yeah so that is a bit of uh update for us for the year of 2024 um, many exciting things to come, but it's been a big journey, like for both of us, in terms of understanding our fertility and mm. like we're in the thick of that chapter at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we're in the building phase. We're building. Yeah. The practice. We're bu- like our careers. We're building our families. There's there's a lot um, going on, which is a nice phase to be in. Yeah, it is. I'm also sort of, yeah, I'm excited for it, but I'll. I'm also going to be really joyous the moment where I'm like, I no longer have to think about yeah. pregnancy, yeah. falling pregnant, ever the having cycle. experienced losses. Yeah. yeah, you can just 
be in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Get my body back. Yes. It's a long time away, but... <laughs> oh, but pregnancy's a lot, and you've been pregnant a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> the last couple of years, you've been pregnant a lot, a so... Lot. If I had to calculate it, it's like the same gestation as an elephant. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've, yeah, I've been... Is that two years? 18 months to two Is years, it? I think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so... No. Couldn't do be I an win elephant. an award for that? I do think you deserve extra letters after your name. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, that's us. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, leave us a review and follow us on socials. We'd love to hear from you.